I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is... Movies Against Time. And this week was Sylvia's pick. And it was Set It Off. Set It Off from 1996. It is categorized on IMDb as a thriller, action, crime, drama, independent. Hmm. I don't know if I really call it a thriller. Yeah. It's thrilling. Yeah, thriller's kind of... You're definitely not bored. I think more suspenseful when I think thriller. Yeah, like... Murder mystery kind of thing or something like that. Yeah, yeah like you don't thriller. know what's going on. And we all always know what's going on in this. Yeah. They don't really make you think too hard. They're just throwing labels at it to get more more attention. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and independent seemed like a stretch, too. Yeah. It's not an independent film, is it? 96. It, it, Ooh. The budget was $9 million. It was made by New Line Cinema. Yeah, that's not independent. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> That is codependent <laughs> with a studio. <laughs> this is the director's second film. It kind of bugged me before before I even watched it. I looked I like looked up the DVD cover and stuff just to see the images of it and uh-huh. who was in it. The DVD cover's only got three of the girls in it. Who's I, missing on the cover? Well, no, I'm saying as the actors' names on the cover of the DVD. There's only three names. Oh, it doesn't have the fourth girl. What Vivica A. Fox, Queen Latifah, and Jada Pinkett are on the cover, aren't they? Yep. That's bullshit, man. They left out TT. TT don't get any love. Kimberly Elise. No, she doesn't even get it in the first part because they give all three girls' names after the bank scene. That's right. And then John C. McGinley's name's all big and bam. But they're 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 a foursome. They're not it's not three. I know. And she's a very good actor. I Yeah. Well, I was gonna say she doesn't end up being in the first heist completely because she runs out, and then she ends up not being in the last heist because she dies. So I mean, they decide she just wasn't worth staying. Yeah, but she's pivotal in the second. Heist. She is. She's the most important part. It does not make sense why they wouldn't give her a leading role. This was her first movie, though. I think, right? It could be. I'm pretty sure the story I heard was that some director found her in a, as a waitress in a. That's right. Yeah. Found her as a waitress in some small diner and and hired her right there for for this movie. (laughs) F. Gary Gray is the name of the director. Yeah. Before this, he did Friday. She's great, though, Kimberly Elise. She's the wife in John Q, which is absolutely what I knew her from. Remember John Q, woman? I'm still trying to pinpoint it. I looked up the same thing, and I looked at most of the movies, and I could not remember her in any of them, but she looks so familiar. Like, I've seen her in yeah, so many things, I've, I just can't yeah. place it. As soon as I saw her in the movie, I know I recognized her somewhere, but I couldn't place it. And I even, I looked up her, her movie history, too, and I still can't figure yeah, out which, what I do her from. <laughs> John Q's the one where Denzel Washington's son, his heart expands during a baseball game, and he has to go to the hospital, and they won't do the surgery on his heart to save his life. So John Q holds the hospital hostage with a gun? No. Or Denzel? And no, his... I don't think I saw that one. Oh, I know you did because I made you watch it because I really liked it. I actually think we got it from like a red box and made sure you watched it one time. Well, if it was from a red box, then you're talking about about 10 years ago. <laughs> that was the last time we did red box. <laughs> you still kind of do red box and it bothers me. 
once in a while. I yeah, think. you do. She'll come. Lie. She'll show up with a red box movie, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it's usually when I want to get something for Sapphire, make her feel like it's special. Yeah, but we have so many movies. I know, <laughs> yeah. but it's not the same thing as taking your four year old and letting her pick it out and push the buttons, and she gets it. It's not <laughs> very expensive, and it thrills her. So I do it once in a while. New Line Cinema is just almost always kills it with me. Yeah. So far, a lot of my favorite films on this show have all been from New Line Cinema. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Nightmare Before or Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Nightmare Before Elm Street. Yeah, Nightmare Before Elm Street <laughs> and After Elm Street. Yeah. That could be a new title for one. Suburban Commando, the ill-fated podcast. <laughs> yeah. We open up on Vivica A. Fox, right? As a bank teller. She plays Frankie as the bank teller. Yes. Next in line, dealing with customers, and another <clears> woman <throat> walks up to her and kind of checks with her if it, I think something like, you know, are you still going to cover me for my vacation or something like that? She's like, yeah, enjoy your honeymoon. Yeah. Girl, go have your honeymoon. <laughs> and it's like, that woman's going to die. <laughs> she will not enjoy her honeymoon. I equally love and get upset at certain points in this movie. Yeah. Because no way Darnell's not in jail. Yeah, there's one big thing that really bugged me. Keep saying next in line, next in line, and you're seeing Darnell, who's like looking kind of sweaty and staring at her, and she's yeah seeing him every once in a while. Like you're being told there's something up there. Yeah. She's like, oh, hey, Darnell, I didn't know you had an account here. And he pulls the gun out. He's like, you can't even hear what he's saying. I like that she keeps saying, no, I want no part of this. Yeah. she She's like not thinking straight. Yeah. I mean, you have a gun pointed at you. You kind of go into panic mode. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't even think it's that. I mean, it's the fact that it's just not a random stranger. I'm sure she's thinking repercussions in her own neighborhood. What happens <sighs> if she pulls this alarm and they go yeah. off? Like all those things are factors. It's not like they don't know where she lives. It's not a cut and dry black and white situation where it would be somebody if you didn't know them and they didn't know you. Right. So he just up and I guess she's supposed to signal something or other, supposed to reach for the right hand stack of money and then get the attention of a security guard. Cop was asking her, do you know know what the procedure was? And I guess she she said she's signaling to, I don't know, Deborah, Pam, whatever that lady's name was. And then she got shot. Yep. Kind of splattered all over. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wears a mask. Everyone's yeah. just face open, no <laughs> yeah. hiding, no sunglasses. Yep. So, yeah, that was kind of strange, too. Yeah, it is. It's so strange because they don't cover how much time has passed in any of this. I feel like they cut yeah. out the time establishing scenes. Yep. Because the, she, she's being questioned afterwards, still covered in blood. And then it just cuts to the other three leads working at you know luther's and then we see darnell at a house party at his house like later on just hanging out with his friends yep <laughs> they, they never wore masks there was yeah, camera there, footage there's a few places where time is like thrown out the window and when they're questioning <laughs> when they're questioning frankie after the robbery they're like how do you know the perpetrator again he lives in the same apartment building as me yeah same complex they didn't think to ask what apartment building because they still don't know where he is. <laughs> yeah. He's still not captured. They could have asked her exactly what apartment he was in. 
Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> see them have a house party for Stevie, then we see the next night, and yep. now Darnell's getting arrested. Yeah, I waited entirely too long to go after him. You know where he lives, you know his first name, you have video footage, and you still ain't got him yet. Yeah. I just think it's weird that the video footage that goes exactly for it is the AP, like no one else yeah, in this they complex they didn't zoom will have on anything a- else. <laughs> They'll zoom in on his actual face, just the AP. Yeah, yeah. that's what they do. his hair in the back of his head. So that's how they identify. no sense. <laughs> And I'm such a friggin' naive idiot. When the scene where Stevie goes there and like he gave him that champagne for getting to UCLA, which he never did. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Oh, that's a cool AP. Oh, you want one? Nah." And they shave the AP in the back of his head. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh no! Now he's gonna get arrested for the for the bank robbery, and then Stoney's gonna need to rob banks to get bail." Yeah. Nope. Uh, He's got a bottle. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, bang. <laughs> yeah. All right. I really don't like that female cop in this one. What is her name? <laughs> yeah, she seems to always have an attitude. She seems like Detective Waller. Absurdly mean. Yeah, like she's in the front. She doesn't care at all about Francis. You first get where she's saying you couldn't even give me water. Oh, man, I have my problem with that scene, too, though. <laughs> Couldn't even give me water. And then when they when they accidentally shoot Stevie, they don't even give him any chance to do anything. And she's okay that they just shot a black guy. Yeah, I don't care the, what anybody says. cops, except for Dr. Cox. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. John Z. McGinley. Yep. Uh, I, I, every time I see his face, I just think Scrubs. <laughs> that show. And we did but, point break. Yeah. <laughs> but all, all the cops are just, oh, they all seem to be just gung-ho except for him. Right. They well, ju- this, they're just all like want to be gun-happy. Yeah. And plus, this is just, we're just four years removed from the L.A. riots. Yeah. He, all he does is walk up to her and say, oh, there'll be an investigation. What? <laughs> and and yet no officer is found guilty because because the same cops that responded to the bank robbery suspect Will be the same cops that respond to Luther's murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which makes no sense. <laughs> I saw a fact on IMDb. It said to prepare for the role of Detective Strode, John C. McGinley worked with a retired detective from the LAPD. And all I'm thinking is, I don't believe he needed to do that because he only ever plays this guy. Yeah, pretty much. That's, <laughs> that's his attitude basically we, all the time. When we did Seven, he was that guy. When we did Point Break, he was that guy. In this yeah. movie, he's that guy. Yeah. He's good at being that guy. He's fantastic at being that guy. Yeah. What do they call that? He's a char- like a character actor. Yeah. He just plays himself. <laughs> yeah. My problem with Frankie in that scene was it just seemed like she was going way too big, way too fast when she's being questioned by the detectives and, and oh, in the bank office. When yeah. The are there. Yeah. <laughs> How do I know you? There's no collusion here, and she's just like collusion. <laughs> Sister, you didn't even ask me if I was thirsty. Like she's just going full boring, and then right yeah. when she walks out, this big like dramatic acting. You just hear Doctor Cox like she's part of it. Look into her. <laughs> like didn't even buy one yeah. second of it. She didn't start getting crazy like that until they actually fired her. She really wasn't though. She wasn't part of that first robbery. No, she wasn't. I can understand them thinking that partly because they live in the same place, the same apartment complex. They probably know each other. But 
She's been at the bank for two years. Yeah, there's no reason to fire her. It's not like it was, uh, she just got a job there to recently rob them, you know? And why did she even tell them she knew him? Right? Like, if she didn't tell them that information, she wouldn't be the one being questioned so much. Yeah, really? It's not like it helped. They still couldn't find him for three more days. What's the procedure? Tell me the procedure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're asking the conversation that was going on because of the cameras. If they couldn't hear it. Who knows? And even even that whole procedure thing is a simple explanation. It's just panic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you panic and you forget procedures. That's the way that works. <laughs> you didn't even ask me if I was thirsty, sister. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a weird extra line. Didn't need there. Collusion. <laughs> I like that Stevie had a Dennis Robin poster on his door. <laughs> So Jada Pinkett has lead in this movie, and I I have to disagree. Yeah, I think Queen Latifah is the star of this movie. <laughs> I think this movie's an hour and forty eight minutes long because at the hour and forty eight minute mark, there's no more reason to watch this movie. Yeah, they touch on all the girls' story a little bit, but the, Jada Pinkett's the one where they really deep dive into her story. Yeah, but you know, it's supposed to be to tell us why they all need the money, right? Right. Why does Jada Pinkett need the money? Oh, originally she needed it to send her brother to college. Right, because she, she got in and got a scholarship, but he didn't get a scholarship or get in. Right. Yeah. That so was, why does she need the her, money? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, after he got shot, this kind of ends that. Yeah. <laughs> but now at that point, they're kind of trying to help T.T. Except for Frankie. Cause yeah, well. <laughs> Frankie's just going for revenge. She yeah. wants to screw these banks back, and now that she's got fired for that shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why Stoney has a need for money right now. Cleo's whole attitude, I think she would have robbed the bank whether she needed it or not. Yeah. Yeah, she just enjoys it. <laughs> yeah. It's just something she does. You know, she likes the... She's definitely gun-happy and adrenaline-hungry. Yes. <laughs> she's just playing GTA in this movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. She's the one who stole all the cars. <laughs> Oh, I love it every time she steals a car. I love the CDs getting thrown out the window. Nope, this is nonsense. This is horrible. This is crap. Okay. (laughs) I found my music. I'm going to leave this fingerprint here. I'm going to leave this fingerprint here. Yeah, there's so many. There's absolutely no reason they shouldn't have got caught in the first one. (laughs) I love that she she purposely fucks up the 70s party for Stevie's, like, graduation party. (laughs) It's supposed to be 70s theme. Everybody dresses up as 70s. Yeah. Queen Latifah's dressed up as Easy E. <laughs> she didn't want to do the fro. <laughs> it's like, but she still did the fro, but it was like the '90s fro, not the '70s fro, and that was yeah. the big hang-up. Yeah, but the '90s fro is so much simpler to do than the '70s fro. Do you know how hard it is to make something look like a perfect ball on top of your head? It's so stressful. I haven't had hair for six years, so I don't know. <laughs> Well, me and your son can guarantee it's stressful. We don't like it. <laughs> God forbid somebody comes and has to touch the poof because people can't handle it. They see a soft poof and they just have to touch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It's like guaranteed. <laughs> I think I remember doing that as a kid to somebody. I'm telling you, it's like a magnet towards like <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We we meet uh, Luther's janitorial service. Yeah. And Luther sucks. Luther's an asshole is the next note on my page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
these nice white people are trying to recycle, and you bitches yeah. just sucks. Yes, he's he's never being anything but rude and condescending. He docks TT's pay, which I mean, TT's just a victim this whole movie. Yeah, pretty much. She never gets that moment of like, other than catching that one cop. She spends an exceptional amount of time crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she has resting cry face. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Pretty accurate, though. It, it sucks, but accurate. Yeah. yeah. I liked when Cleo kind of took up for her against Luther. You ain't have to talk to her like that. <laughs> Who are you supposed to be? Goddamn mighty morphing goddamn Power Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> Cops in the... Watching the video footage, trying to make sense of the AP. John C. McGinley's like, AP, is it like a nickname? Asshole, perhaps? And everybody <laughs> kind of laughs. And then it's like a weird, like, he got a kick out of his own. Tra- Asshole, perhaps. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Y'all should have laughed harder than that. Yeah, it was like a weird moment of him <laughs> kind of having to take a second beat at it. Yeah. I love that Ursula doesn't talk. And she won't talk. Yeah. And she does not talk. And that's just canon. Yep. She's like, like half Cleo's a dozen times, so. personal little prop. It's her girlfriend. Yeah. Well, girlfriends are supposed to have a say and they're supposed to do something. I feel like that's not exactly what's happening. I think yet. Ursula has say, but we don't hear it. Only <coughs> Cleo hears it. Maybe. Yeah, you did see her mouth moving in one scene, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. they just didn't, allegedly they just didn't and, allow us to hear what she said. <laughs> and Cleo says, "Call the girls when she's getting arrested." Yep. So, I mean, she has to talk. It's not like she doesn't. It's just we're not allowed to hear yeah, she, what any She talks of it. off camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and off mic. <laughs> and I think she's like the only one that actually knows anything that's a friend to them besides for the thug guys that are already stole from the bank. Right. We get Stoney and Nate, the car salesman, says you can make two grand a week off commission selling cars and. But she needs an advance. Yeah. Well, I can give you an advance if you know if you make it worth my while. No, it's not worth it. Which she's right. It's not worth it. it Definitely yeah. not worth it. But then goes with him anyway. Yep. She's trying to help her brother. I and- guess so, but no one asked you to do that. And that's yeah. way out of the realm of... I mean... When you think about it, is it really out of the realm or is it something that happens every single day? Because you think about the women that do that just to put a house over their kids' heads so they don't have, they feel like they don't have another choice. They do have other choices, but. But it feels like a leftover from the first. I guess in in the original script, Stoney's a crackhead. Ah. Right. So that'd be more of what she would have done originally. But she's not now, so She's, she's accepted into UCLA, so they don't give us a whole lot of reason to expect her to do that. No, but they didn't really give her a great, I don't know. I feel like for somebody that's getting accepted into UCLA, she shouldn't have a janitor's job. She should have had more like the bank teller's job like Francis did or something like that. I feel like they didn't switch the roles exactly how it should look. It just felt like it was way out of the realm of something she should have thought she needed to do. And then especially for when he tells her that he didn't even get in. So she rips the check up. Yeah, well, now she's just pissed because she went and did that for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, at least she doesn't have to go back and steal the car or do anything with the cars, and she doesn't have to see him again because she ripped it up. 
Because now she doesn't owe him anything. She didn't, didn't take it. What are you it. talking about stealing cars for? I don't mean stealing cars. I mean working at the car thing. No, I was just wondering because Bob drew a connection to that too. And now I'm starting to think I really miss something. <laughs> Earlier, Bob was asking me something about stealing cars with him. And I'm like, what? That's what I originally thought. They, at said. one point, they were talking about stealing cars or I stole cars for you or whatever it was. And then later on, he's like, oh, you could sell cars for me. Different guy. But I was wondering if those two guys were related. Right. Like maybe he's trying to sell the stolen cars. I don't know. Like I said, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, if I if I personally had done something like that and I felt that disgusted because I'm like trying to rip off my skin in the shower afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go work for him if I don't have to pay this money back. So yeah, the check's probably getting ripped up too. I'm still cashing that fucking check, man. <laughs> yeah. But then means you have to see him every day because otherwise he's going to send somebody out probably to kill you. What? He's a car. He's a legitimate car salesman I don't for all that. we know. No, just because of how sleazy he was about it. No, the guy sucks. <laughs> it sucks to see him have sex with Stoney with her like looking to the side all pissed off and yeah. him just. It all sucks. Just grunting. And it's a hell of a trans. Like, it's it's very different. From the next scene we see with her having sex with Keith. Yeah. Well, not very next, but later on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next sex scene we see with right, her. Right, right, yeah. You even mentioned how TT lost her kid. We got past that already. No, we haven't. No? Well, if you're watching the TV, we have. Oh, <laughs> that was, no, she doesn't that lose was her after... kid until after. Was it after that? Okay, never mind. You're right. Yeah. yeah we got Nate and Stoney in bed. And then them cleaning that huge glass and gold staircase. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'll just shoot myself now. <laughs> I'm not doing that job. Yeah, what was the deal with that? Was he, like, in charge of one building, or did they go to different places? That confused me, because they you would think it it's a like, mobile cleaning service. Yeah, it seemed like different places. But they're but... always at that same huge-ass <laughs> yeah, building. Yeah. I would imagine it's the same building since they stashed the money in the vent later. Right, that too. But also, they're also on the stairs looking at, like, family portraits of the family. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, look at this guy. He ain't never held a broom in his life. She probably ain't never had to wash dishes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's a big old mansion in a skyscraper. But yet there's, like, a, <laughs> a boardroom meeting room. And, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was so weird. Elevators. The set was weird for all that. I didn't understand Lu where Luther's cleaning at. Maybe they have like a routine. They do certain houses and switch every single day. Uh, but still, that's pretty chancy. There was to a store couple something. times where I thought it was a house, and there was a couple times where I thought it was like an office building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm wondering if. They but have it always like felt like the same place. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're working nights for Luther. We get that morning rooftop smoke sesh. Yeah. The writer Takashi <laughs> Buford. He had some complaints over the final draft. He didn't like the first 30 minutes. He didn't write in us having to find out why each girl wanted the money. Which I kind of understand his point there. Because they really don't establish a reason for Stoney to want the money, for Cleo to want the money, or really really for Frankie to need the money. They really only establish a reason that TT needs the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you really need to establish that well, when they're living in basically a ghetto? Yeah, one of the conversations they had, I think it was after they robbed in the first bank, they were talking about just getting out of the hood altogether. Yeah. 
So that was that was. That, I think that's the basic reason. Anyway, that was Takashi Buford, the writer of the script's point of he didn't think that first thirty minutes needed to be there, and then it slows the movie down. Yeah, I agree, kind of. Well, everyone likes something, but both I mean, just jumped to argue with me and then agreed with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for everyone that has lived in something like that, I don't think you need any explaining. But if you're somebody that doesn't have a clue or idea about that kind of lifestyle, maybe you need to explain. But because I came up in an area like that, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. It's hard. It's rough. When you're walking down the street, you might end up having gunshots around you. It's not a safe neighborhood. No, you don't want to stay there. But if you never lived in something like that, you don't know anything about it, then you might need more explanation. I didn't quite understand why was it Frankie didn't want to give Titi the money because she ran out and she didn't stay. Yeah, but she should have just on. gave her the money. I <laughs> that was that, that was a little extra. <laughs> they didn't they didn't need to go that far with her. Yeah, <laughs> it makes them not seem like friends at all. She was there; they were originally part of it. She ran out because she was scared, but at the same time, she's keeping her mouth shut and she's not going to turn you in. Yeah. Help her. <laughs> They're supposed to be like sisters she's without one, blood. She's the one that was the most desperate for the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That they all saw she needed it. Yeah. Like, to my way of thinking, they shouldn't even have split it. They should have just given it all over to her so she could figure out how to get her son back. There should have been no splitting it at maybe the next one, but the first one should have just been hers. Yeah. Another thing Buford said, though, was that he was mad they took out one of the scenes he did write, which was the four women, but as children, all playing on a playground together to symbolize that they were like sisters. Lifelong friends kind of thing. But I disagree with him there, because I don't even think we need that. Yeah. We could tell from the rooftop smoke sesh, from them working together, from always laughing together. Like, it's, you don't need it. No. And they're all, like, completely different personalities, too. That's what makes it work the best. Except for two. Two of them are kind of similar, but but TT Frankie and, and Cleo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're the most. No, similar. not Cleo. Uh, Frankie and what's her name? The other one, not TT. Stony. Stony. Frankie and Stony. I think they're similar personalities. Maybe I didn't think Stony had a personality, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're both very smart women, but besides for that, I think Frankie and Cleo are more like. Crazy, ain't nobody headstrong. like yeah, but ain't nobody like Cleo. Cleo is no. the 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 glue that holds this movie. Together. If there was no Cleo, there's no movie here we're talking about. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's the best part of this movie. When they get done with that first bank robbery, and she's just partying behind the scenes, as like she, they're oh all counting God. the money on like a couch. The, that was like the only real comic relief moment. Oh man, there's multiple of that with her though. Yeah, kind of a little bit. That, like, was, that was the best one. That one was very good. <laughs> that made me so nervous. Like she's gonna shoot one of them by accident. She's just going yeah. to town with a gun in her hand, dancing <laughs> around behind the couch as they're counting the money. And then later on, when when Keith calls, uh, I mean, that's just one of the things I love about her. I also love that she lives in the garage. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love Cleo's house. I love that there's a payphone, a wooden old payphone in her house, and that's her phone. Yeah. <laughs> and but when when uh. Keith calls a uh, Stony on the payphone. We're seeing them talking the payphone, and just off to the right in the background of the shot, Cleo shoots a flamethrower at Ursula's face. <laughs> Did anybody catch that? Yeah, it's no, great. <laughs> ah! Just a psychopath. That's the moment you hear <laughs> Ursula make a noise when she screams at the flamethrower at her face. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, man. I was disappointed about that. I felt like she should have at least had, like, sound for her crying. There should have been crying when she was watching them getting chased. When she's watching the TV? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there should have been something a little bit more on her end. I think she did fine. I don't know. What's she the saw actress her get name? shot, and she was looking at the TV just blank face. Yeah, that's what Wait, I'm saying. Wait, did you see her get shot? I, I saw when she was watching like the car chase. I didn't see her physically see her get shot. Well, she was she was watching a car chase. It cut to like in person, her getting out of the vehicle and shooting at the cops, and she got shot. And then it cut back to her in her apartment watching uh, while her body's laying on the ground, yeah. and the camera's like, oh, we, we really didn't want it to come to this. I, uh, I walked out at that point. No, literally at an hour and 48 minutes when Queen Latifah's body stops moving, I walked out of the room. That's yeah, the yeah, end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't really hear her talk throughout for anything. I was expecting at that part just a cry or a no or just one little thing to show how upset she was, but there was nothing. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. That, that was, that's bad editing right there. Yeah. It shouldn't have worked out that way. But I bet you that's the editor's fault, for real. I don't think that's the director's fault. I don't think that's that shot shouldn't have been at that at that spot. Yeah. But yeah, in an hour and forty eight minutes, I'm out. <laughs> Once her hand goes limp, I'm like, okay, the movie's over. Because <laughs> I mean, really, what happens after that? Nothing good. No. Well, technically, nothing good happened throughout the whole movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, they all got this money. They all, the only one that enjoyed it was Cleo. Yeah, <laughs> and Stony gets to go on too, which sucks. Yeah, that's not the one I would have wanted to to go on. Yeah, she's the one that he's the only one to survive it. Yeah, but she, yeah, she survived. She with also having the money. Yeah, but it should have been Cleo. It should have been Cleo and TT Shun should have got a big old suitcase full of cash for when he's older. Yeah, and Ursula should be should be rolling in the box, <laughs> putting in that work. <laughs> so they start talking about robbing the bank way before TT's son gets sick from the poison. Yeah. Stoney and TT actually go to case the bank, First Federal, the one that Keith works at. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of comedy in that one, too, I thought at least, because you got Stoney talking to that banker, to Keith. Right. And TT in the background looking so fucking suspicious. Yeah. yeah. Hide, hiding behind and pillars in yeah. the lobby. Just sneakily coming out from behind a pillar, looking looking just crazy. <laughs> They're walking out, and she's like, I thought we were supposed to case the place. Why'd you get his number? I am casing it. He's an inside source. Yeah. Maybe he'll put a smile on my face. At this point, her brother died Yes, last night. Yes. It doesn't well, it make like. sense. Yeah. That night, TT brings her son to work because she didn't have a babysitter, which she said she can't afford a babysitter because he's taking the taxes out now. She puts him down on the couch, and within 12 seconds, he poisons himself. Yep. <laughs> a kid made a beeline for the most poisonous thing in the room. Like, ooh, bleach. I hate it. I kind of <laughs> hate the way that scene played out. Yeah. Sylvia said it's fine, but I didn't think so. Because he's playing with, like, a spray bottle, and you see all the poisons under the sink he's messing with. Yeah. But he like he's holding the spray bottle, it cuts away, and then you hear him scream. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, obviously, oh, he sprayed himself in the eyes with, with chemicals. No, he drank enough poison to almost die. Yeah. Didn't stop when he tasted it. Didn't stop <laughs> halfway through. He started screaming after he got a big old gut full. Yeah. I'm pretty sure with the size of him and the chemicals that are in like bleach and stuff like that, it probably doesn't take too much to make him have to go to the ambulance. 
Who knows what exactly he drank? Maybe it was pine salt. Because it could be even maybe lie. He maybe he thought he was drinking a Christmas. Because, I mean, think about <laughs> it. Um, you have lye. Only a tiny bit of that going down your system can burn all certain your Certain things, certain chemicals, they actually add odor, like scent and taste stuff to, so you don't, don't like the smell or the taste of it. But it's even, <laughs> like, it's weirder. Like, when I was pregnant with Aries, they asked me, have you been craving to drink bleach? <laughs> and I thought they were crazy. <laughs> the, the craziest question in the world. Why the heck would I want to drink freaking bleach when I'm pregnant? And he's like, some women have cravings for s- things that are bad for them like that. Like your body's telling you want that. Yeah, I heard about no. cr- cravings like pickles and ice cream and stuff like that. I don't know about bleach. <laughs> Jesus. No, <laughs> sir, doctor. I do have a weird itch to swallow razor blades. Other than that, I'm not anything crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it was the weirdest question I was ever asked. I was like, is that, are you serious? <laughs> Women naturally want stuff like that sometimes? Never heard that before. <laughs> Ketchup covered mustard bullets. I do want to blast <laughs> in my forehead, but bleach, no. <laughs> That's just gross. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> so we cut to the hospital. Doctor comes out. I think your son's going to be fine. That's good. Can I see him? No. CPS took him away. Yeah. Because of one accident you, that happened at work. And then you got Cleo not making it any better. That's not fair. We were all watching him do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> but it, it made me upset with how they worded it. It said... Yes, kids get poisoned every day at home. It's because it was in a workplace that we're taking him them away. A dangerous environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but no. That's what, that's what their claim was. Yeah. yeah, I get that. But I mean, what are you supposed to do? You you go to work. Yeah. Or you stay home and you don't have a home for him because you couldn't work. Yeah, it's. It's a catch 22. Two sides of the same coin. Yep. <laughs> you still can't provide for your child. If you stay home and watch them, you're not making money to feed them. And if you mm-hmm. take them to work, you bring them to a dangerous environment. Miss <laughs> Wells been in a ton of stuff. She was in. She was also Miss Jones in both Friday, next Friday. Yeah, I've seen her in a bunch of things. Yeah. She was the security guard working at Pop's restaurant in the Wayans Brothers show. I what loved her on Soul Plane. Oh yeah, all right, yeah, right. Yep. On what? Soul Plane. Yeah. Wait, was she on Soul Plane? I believe so. Who does she play in Soul Plane? I believe you. I gotta find her again. There she is. I'm pretty sure she was. I think it's me. Nice. Two of the Friday movies. I know Monique's in Soul Plane. Did I mess up on the wrong one? I feel like she was in Soul Plane. I don't know why. You done burnt the whole side of my face. Oh, I just watched something she was in two days ago. Gridiron Gang. Yep. So they go out to get some guns. Cut to them shooting target practice. It's like each gun, the way each one of them is shooting, just describes their personality. You got TT shooting a little revolver. She shoots it one time and just kind of like drops the gun. Yeah. And then cut to Cleo at the end, dual wielding giant magnums. (laughs) So great. Like if this was a video game, I want to play as Cleo. (laughs) (laughs) I like the deal between Queen Latifah and Sam selling them the guns. He's like, yeah, you can have these shows from some old black revolvers. We holding up stage coaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before she left, she's like, I'm gonna come back with that Uzi too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where she she lets on that she used to boost cars for him yeah. back in the day or whatever. She steals their getaway car. 
And like you mentioned, that she she throws out all the CDs that suck. Yep. I love that about her. <laughs> I, I feel like the next Every car I get in, her. that's not mine. I want to go in their CD yeah, thing. Just bullshit, just bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> I want that to happen. But it won't happen because people don't have CDs yeah, anymore. Yeah, I was gonna, just going to say that worked. That worked back then, but right now you'd have to throw their whole phone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still have CDs in my car. Yeah. But it's more because my daughter likes listening to stuff on it, like Pete the Cat. <laughs> so they roll up to the first bank robbery. They're walking in with their sunglasses and wigs. I think it's TT that's like, this ain't right. We shouldn't do this. This isn't even the bank we cased out. And yeah. Frankie's like, yeah, you're right. And then pulls the gun out and goes. <laughs> and just walks away from them. Yeah. The other two whip the guns out, run in, and TT just runs out the door. No. So one of the things I read a few bad reviews of this got were mentioning inconsistencies. Like, there's something they mentioned that I don't remember. Maybe you remember. Do you ever remember Stoney saying she was from the Bronx or Brooklyn or something like that? I know what it's referring to. That's actually a problem I have with the movie, too. How do I make this not make it? <laughs> I just want it to be quite... Oh, fuck. Well, smash it on the cement. That'll do it. <laughs> now it's permanently silent. <laughs> oh, man. So Keith asks her on their first date, right? Have you ever been out of L.A.? Because first he's at, you know, have you ever been to New York? No. Have you ever been to D.C.? No. Yeah. You ever been out of L.A.? No. And then this is well into the film. It's it's after Stoney and Cleo have their big fight, where Cleo puts the gun to Stoney's head. Right. They they have this huge fight. They're not talking to each other. They all decide to go back to work at Luther's janitorial, and then they have this stupid out of place wrong movie <laughs> godfather parody scene where they're all sitting at a table it's so weird it's yeah. so stupid and they say stony but in the in the sense of the way godfather did it they're like stony from the bronx yeah. do you believe we should blah 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 and it's just them doing the thing from godfather right okay I, I never caught her caught anybody say Bronx. That's, that's the only I time. I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's the only time is during that parody scene at yeah, the okay. table. It was a couple other things they mentioned, but I think they were really insignificant. Yeah. So I had a huge problem with that Godfather <laughs> scene. And it's because this movie does two things really well. It makes a legitimate action movie with four leads that are female. Right. You know, African-American <laughs> female. Also... It touches on very real, very serious things. Yes. But then where it drops the ball big time, it seems like that Godfather scene. Yeah. That makes the characters not feel like real people. Yeah. If they're really going through this this horrible, serious stuff they're going through, if that woman's child really was just taken away, if Stoney has to have sex with this guy that she they're, does not they're, want they're to have sit sex around with. Role playing, joking about robbing banks. Right. They had this weird <laughs> improv scene together. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of an awkward scene. It didn't fit. <laughs> it makes cartoon characters out of your serious people in your movie. Yep. That was a big swing at comedy that I think didn't need to be there. All that being said, before we go on. Vivica A. Fox as the Godfather with the cheeks stuffed, <laughs> going as serious like as it. she was going. Yeah. That was really great to see. <laughs> I'm happy to see that, yeah. but it did not belong in the movie. No. But yes, that was very good when she did that. <laughs> it made me smile. Like, 
What is in her cheeks? I love my remark. <laughs> she legitimately stuffed her cheeks and didn't even break care, didn't break a smile, just she went for it. Yeah. <laughs> so the first robbery goes pretty smooth, but they only get what, twelve thousand? Yeah, so yeah. what, three thousand apiece? Yeah. Yeah. Which really even shouldn't be that because they're gonna pay back Sam with interest for the guns. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's nothing. Right. <laughs> One complaint, I guess. <laughs> Is we get taken away from the movie a lot, or just like taken away from the the four main leads and the bank robbery stuff, a lot to go to Stony and Keith on their dates, yeah, and yeah. their personal relationship, and it, I think it just drags out the movie. Yeah, it was a little too much. Like I had an issue with the scene with him taking her to the banquet dinner. Yeah, the cocktail party. Where he got yes. her, he got her the dress and all this to go with. Yes, I have a huge issue with this. Because Frankie just said he lived next to her with the one that she got fired over. He actually brought her to a dinner and everyone's there and sees him there with her. So why the heck isn't he already fired at the end when she calls him? Yeah. It's not okay. I thought that the same thing. (laughs) And and you know what? It's even on IMDb as one of the goofs, but it shouldn't be a goof. But I do agree. If, if if she got fired just for knowing Darnell, everyone at that bank knows that Keith was dating Stoney. Yes. Yeah. Ain't no way. It so upset yeah. at Ain't the no end. no way. He still worked there. Although, I don't know. Keith is kind of James Bond. <laughs> He's kind of got that vibe, yeah. Yeah. No, nothing, like every line that man says is pivotal line. <laughs> when she's like, oh, I'm going through, you ever have money problems with friends or how do you feel about friends and money? Yeah. And he's like, don't lose that friend over money. Money's replaceable. Like, everything he says is, like, yeah. super potent. Yeah. I, I feel like he could talk his way out of anything. Even when Strode is there at the end, because they're kind of, like, prepping them for the possibility of being robbed. Right. At the end, like, Strode's still talking to, to all the employees of the bank. The detective that's been chasing our four leads the whole movie is still talking to everybody, and, and Keith just cuts him off. Strode, are you done here? Yeah, we he's like, it. oh, okay, yes, I guess we are. <laughs> like he's he's yeah. kind of the boss. <laughs> oh man, hang on a second. <laughs> All right. I needed a taste of that. <laughs> That's a fucking banger. <laughs> And it's really that electric guitar that really friggin' The reality of it is you just miss <clears throat> electric guitars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't think anyone in this generation is going to do it for you. They've all decided musical instruments are not worth learning. Let me ask you this, woman. Okay. What's it gonna be? Cause <laughs> so what did you guys think about Luther? He deserved what he got. He was played by uh, Thomas Jefferson. Was the actor who played Luther? Really? Yep. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Thomas Jefferson Bird is his name. Partially named after a president. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the first thing I have is Thomas Jefferson, but with the dot 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 <laughs> yeah. saved as a screenshot. I feel like he's stupid for not finding a safer place to go with that much money. Yeah. <laughs> And he stole it. Like, that is just... I just can't believe that. 
And they never really say where the money is, right? Did we just expect that he spent it all? Because it was $250,000. Was it how much they got the last Yeah. One? When they're still counting it, she's like, we're at 230000 <laughs> Wow. And I'm still counting. I don't know. There was a lot of Rolex watches laying there on the table. I guess, yeah. They're not cheap. <laughs> but, I mean, this is 96, so 3000 went a pretty long way. You saw how much Cleo did. She fixed up. She finally fixed up her 1962 Chevy Impala. I didn't even need Bob to tell me that. <laughs> that she was working on since she was 17 years old. I love that. I love that at the I don't love that she died, of course. But at the end, <laughs> when it's Cleo and all those cops facing her down, and it's just like, well, she's in that car. And it's her car she's been working on since she was 16. She just, she pops the damn hydraulics. It goes down low, lights mm-hmm. a cigarette, pops the hydraulics again. It goes back up and she just goes for it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed when it didn't just keep driving after hitting those two cop cars. Considering they were robbing banks and she was using the money to fix her car up. I would have put more money into the motor so I could have outrun the cops. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure she wasn't planning to actually use that for her getaway car. Well, I mean, there's always the thought, what if? I mean, I don't know. But you know, it's LA. That's that's not really what those cars were about. It was no, about the low rider low rider hopping cars. Yeah, it's like it's such an aspect of LA. I would have built that car totally different. It would have been a muscle car instead of a bouncy car. I've never been in one of those cars. I don't think I ever want to be in one of those cars. My back couldn't take being in one of those cars. Yeah. <laughs> boing, boing, boing. Nah. I, all that for sure. I don't want to daily drive or anything like that, but I absolutely do want to flip them switches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that she goes out on her shield. Yeah. That's so great. She's the she's the John McClane of this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, but John McClane survives <laughs> in his movies <laughs> well, yeah because hollywood's racist and he's white <laughs> i don't know why i always try to play a race card <laughs> you just sit down <laughs> um so yeah uh thomas jefferson bird he was nominated for broadway's 2003 tony award as best actor for a revival of august wilson's ma rainey's black bottom he was also a physical education teacher, but what was crazy that I read about him was he died October 3rd, 2020, two years ago. And you think old age. Don't tell me he was shot in the back in the hotel room with a hooker. He was Because sh- <laughs> <laughs> that would be too ironic. <laughs> he was shot multiple times in the back and was pronounced dead at the scene at 2259 Belvedere Avenue, Atlanta, Georgia, USA. He was shot in the back. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's what was so crazy. It's not. It's horrible that happened to that man, yeah. the actor. But that's... The fact that he played a character that got shot in the back. He died the way he died in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's the circumstance. Well, yeah, it might not. <laughs> yeah. That may not have been a hotel room with... with yeah. <laughs> you know what? It was, it was... Most of the time when I read a fact like that, I don't even want to bring it up on the show. Because it's just so bleak. It's like, well, what's the point of bringing that up? Yeah. But it's just the weirdness, I guess, irony, that that's exactly how Luther dies yeah. in the movie. <laughs> it's messed up. I just think it's sad. It is sad. You mentioned a part where uh, Cleo pulled a gun on, what was it, Stoney? Mm-hmm. That was another one of those scenes that I was just like, what the hell? She pulls the gun away and immediately gets slapped. 
Yeah. And then she goes after her again, and the girl picks up a bottle. It's like, all right, come on. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to hit me? You would really hit me right now? Of course I would. After you all we've been through? <laughs> you were going to shoot me in the fucking face, Cleo. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Uh, but you know how Chloe, Cleo gets when she's high. It's not her fault. <laughs> yeah, okay. She gets all sugar bear. <laughs> That's not a sugar bear. <laughs> no, no. What is Sugar Bear? I missed. I don't know who that is. Does anybody else know what that reference was? Or is it just me? Isn't that from Starsky and Hutch? I do not know. Is that Sugar Bear? Like in the movie, it was Snoop, wasn't it? In the movie, I think it was Snoop, but I didn't think... Was it Sugar Bear? Wow, so many phones just came out. I'm going to drink some water. (laughs) This Google break brought to you by Great Value Purified Drinking Water with Flavor-Enhancing Minerals. Ingredients, purified water, calcium chloride, sodium bicarbonate. <sighs> Maybe they meant the cartoon character. I don't know. It's kind of a wet, a wet water. More of a wet water. A wet water. Yeah, Sugar Bear was a character in Starsky Hood. Do you think that's who she's talking about? Maybe. Sugar Bear was a like a pimp slash informant on Starsky and Hutch. Okay. Because <laughs> what I did was I, I went on Google and I looked up Sugar Bear. And all it gave me was white guys. Yeah, this white guy who changed his look or some shit. I guess. Honey Boo Boo's father. Yes. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. The Honey Boo Boo relation is what made me know for sure it's not who they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I could think that was called Sugar Bear before that was from Starsky and Hutch. Sugar Bear is the advertising cartoon mascot of Post Super Sugar Crisp cereal. Yeah, that too. Do you think they're talking about Sugar Bear from Post Super Sugar Crisp cereal? I don't. I I no. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> uh, I feel like she looked adorable when she was high. They're all adorable when they're high. What are you talking about, <laughs> listeners? Write in. What do you mean they? Matpod at gmail dot com. Tell us who you think Sugar Bear is in reference to when Cleo is high. <laughs> Can also write in or comment at movies against on twitter and at movies against on instagram this social media minute brought to you by purified drinking water more of a wet water (laughs) so yeah the the stony keith dates kind of slow the movie down i think i feel like we get maybe one or two too many of them or just too long yeah be a quick clip and then out either way the movie's too long it shouldn't be two hours yeah you know i don't want to say i feel like we say that a lot but I I do feel that. I do feel it didn't need to be two hours and two minutes. This this could have been a little a little shorter. I'm telling you right now, if I robbed three banks or what was it, two banks by the time they're sitting down eating breakfast, I would have had some damn money left. Yeah, really. And TT was specifically saving money to get her kid back. Yes. Figure at least she'd have some. <laughs> I just don't understand how you take the chance of not paying your bill when you have your face on cameras for stealing money and then you're planning to do another heist and you already showed your new masks in the dining. Like, I just don't understand it. At that point, at that point, that was after what's his face stole their money. Yes. But yeah, but even still. You should still have at least, it's not going to be more than $20 for four people at that time. (laughs) And they even did get some money back from him. They got a small wad out of that bag. Yeah. 
I do love how fast Cleo's up and gone. Yeah, <laughs> That's the best part of that scene. <laughs> they all slowly realize, wait, none of us have any money to pay for this. And when one of them finally says it, Cleo just grabs her jacket and is gone. And then the other three figure no it out. No goodbyes, just go. Yeah. <laughs> so good. She's the realest one. I don't think she needed any of that. This is her fight club. She's both. <laughs> she's all of them in one person. Yeah. She just sees them as different people. That's possibility. That'd be a cool movie idea. Which means she didn't die at the end. She is stony at the end, riding that bank robbing squad of four, and she's imagining the other three. Yep, it's her Tyler Durden. (laughs) I come to bite you in the ass, though. (laughs) You think you got three people backing you up? (laughs) Yeah. When when you're Cleo, though, you're dual wielding heavy ass magnums. Yeah. And you can just take any car on the street. You you are the GTA. Well, if that was her own movie about her and that was the situation, she'd be dual-wielding Uzis. I want it. <laughs> I want that movie. I want Escape from New York starring Queen Latifah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see her Snake Plissken. I have to be Escape from L.A., but they already did that. Oh, yeah, with Snake Plissken. <laughs> so next bank is Balboa Savings and Loans. Nothing weird about that name. No, no, no. I'm surprised the security didn't have anything. <laughs> To say about it. Yeah, I tried to start a bank and a couple of ladies fucked the whole thing up. <laughs> this is the one that has the unhomed person outside. Yep. See, you got four of them. You figured at least one of them would stay outside to be like, look out for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know, but nobody did. <laughs> they missed the unhomed person played by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> no, I don't know who plays him, but it, yeah, looked, I- it looked like Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. Yeah, I'm not sure he's even mentioned them. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's a nice guy. <laughs> or it really is just an unhomed guy, and it was that, that was a security guy for the film trying to get him out of there. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast at the cast right now, and there's like three guys that all could be him. <laughs> yeah. Un, uncre- uncredited. <laughs> yeah, I figured that'd be an uncredited Jamie. IMDb is doing this new cool thing where instead of showing me cast, it shows me top cast, and then hides all cast like deep down on the page. <laughs> That's, That's why I go on Google, but sometimes Google's messed up, too. That's another thing I didn't understand. Why they would leave their car in front of the bank when there was a guy already being unruly outside of it, causing an issue with a police officer. I'm guessing we're to believe that they didn't notice him. I'd be thinking you would be very aware of your surroundings when you're going to rob a bank. <laughs> But that's just my opinion. Yeah, they're heading to rob a bank. So, I mean, at this point, their adrenaline's probably starting to kick in, which kind of tends to put people into tunnel vision. <laughs> All right. I got a uh, a juicy a juicy scoop for the show. Oh. The actor who plays Homeless Man is Walter Robles. Yeah. He's born April 8th, 1938, New York City, New York. And he is known for... Guess what his top four... No, you would never be able to guess. <laughs> his top four known for movie... Coneheads, as fire marshal. Total recall for stunts and the golden child for stunts. So he's a stuntman. Okay. But in Coneheads, he plays fire marshal. And that's another thing that upset me. I get you have new masks and everything, but literally you all have different hairstyles that are so recognizable. Oh, yeah. They're beautiful, but I mean, it's not like you can just get weave out of your hair real quick. It doesn't work that way. That takes hours to get that crap out. 
They make little to no effort to hide who they are. Even when 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 Strode is yelling at him in the bank and he's like, Stoney, don't do it. And they all just take their masks off. Yeah. What if he just what you know, you you hold calling out any that, lawyer would calling tell out them. that name was almost a bluff. Yes. Any lawyer they, would tell you don't take yeah. your mask off. Because <laughs> I don't think there was any legitimate proof at that point. No, there wasn't. Like they had a chance of getting away with it. Yeah. What is it? You have to prove without a question of a doubt that you beyond reasonable doubt. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's so much reasonable doubt before the. It mask was Doctor. It was what? <laughs> it was Doctor Dre. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it looks like Doctor Dre. What was his name? Black Mike or Black whatever? Sam? Black Sam. I just called him Sam, but you call him what you want. I don't. <laughs> That's what they called him. Okay? Oh, they. Who's they, Bob? The actors. Okay. <laughs> I can't seem to paint you in this corner. <laughs> According to Google, his character's name was Black Sam. But yeah, it was Dr. Dre. Was <laughs> Which like... leads me to believe somewhere it might be a White Sam. Because why specifically call him that? I think White Sam was the one that got shot in the beginning. Really? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's dumb. Samantha McLaughlin played Ursula. Okay. That's Cleo's girlfriend. That is all. Yes. <laughs> That's all I know. Cleo comes to pick him up in that SUV through the fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> and the, it, I can't tell if it was the plan or not. Because they're all standing in the middle of the bank looking at each other like, where's where's Cleo? Yeah. And then she comes busting through the window. But if that wasn't the plan, why wouldn't they be looking in the parking lot? Yeah, I don't know. Because they, that's where the guy was outside causing the ruckus. Right. And they kept looking out and they realized she couldn't come that way. Yeah. So that was her backup plan. All right. It's great. No complaints. <laughs> no complaints. The one thing I do love about that, though, is the hibachi grill chef. Oh yeah, <laughs> when they when they bust out of that wall, and the hibachi grill chef gets thrown on his own grill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy had, I think, got it the worst this movie. Yeah, I feel like they could have kept going in that direction with the goofy comedy <laughs> stuff. No, and through the through that wall in that direction. Yeah. Well, they, instead, she turned around, went back through the bank again, and right out right next to the cops. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to tell me she she can smash through a wall, but she can't smash through a grill. But this is when Tishan gets shot. That sucks so bad. You don't want her. To, you, of all of the women, you, all jokes aside, you really don't want her to get it because she's the one that has the kid. Yeah, she's yeah. got the most loose. Yeah. But on the same token, I mean, if they catch her, like she's the one that should have got away completely. But if they catch yeah. her, then she's stuck in jail for most of her life and her kid's stuck by himself waiting for somebody to adopt her. She's the only one the cop wasn't calling out by name at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Possibly could have got away. Yeah. We cut from that super intense, awesome bank heist to the cocktail party. That was boring. Oh, that's where she showed up wearing that, like, uh, the that black dress. A- no, she showed up in, like, that pinkish Asian dress thing. Oh, yeah. She wears some kind of crazy multicolored like, thing. Oh, do you like it? And he's like, he uh, so doesn't like sure. it. Sure. <laughs> he takes her to a boutique to get Immediately takes her out to buy a new dress. <laughs> Things that kind of look like Skittles. <laughs> it was not a great look. I think it looked beautiful on her, just not for that kind of 
Yeah, not that kind of function card. they were going yeah. to. Yeah. Like she just stick out like a sore thumb with that. But that is definitely something I'd wear somewhere. It's like a silky Asian pajamas kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> the only silky Asian pajamas I want to wear is the sleeveless kimono from Demolition Man. <laughs> yeah. You want that, and I want one of those white kimonos that look so darn comfortable. With the hood on top and the I eyes cut need- out? No, I don't need that. <laughs> I just want a normal kimono in white because they're so pretty and comfortable. You been blowing Smurfs again? <laughs> That implies I stopped. <laughs> Luther steals the two hundred and fifty thousand from him. They find out when they come to work, and Luther don't work there no more. If he just works there, why is the place called Luther's Janitorial? <laughs> yeah, he's like another dude. He's like, oh, he he, he called in today or some shit. Like, wait, it's named after it's Luther's company. Uh, there's one of those inconsistencies people are talking about. <laughs> The only thing I could think of is different cleaning companies and that he shut down his cleaning company. Another one came in. But then but they wore the Luther's cleaning company suit? Yeah. <laughs> because the truck said oh, no. Luther's cleaning company when we started and their outfits say it. But I can't remember if the other guys when they were in there when they were talking to him what their outfit said. It said Luther's. Did it? Yeah, like like that manager <laughs> left, so they sent in a new manager from corporate. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, but it's so losers. <laughs> how many how many losers do they have? I know. <laughs> There's a question to be asked there, or we could just let it go. We're just and we could all go. live our lives. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let it go. I do love though when they catch up to him in that motel, and he's banging that one lady. Cleo walks up, smacks him in the back of the head. Hey, hop out that pussy for a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's definitely the most raw one out of the bunch. I love her. At one point, Keith, fucking Keith, <clears throat> Keith and Stoney's relationship, as single note basic as that vanilla storyline is, they fuck it up. Yeah. Keith's like, from now on, you pick the country and I cook. Yeah, what was that? That was yeah. weird. And starting with Mexico. So, okay, so you pick then? Yeah. <laughs> he cooks that. And then later on in the movie, she's like going through some junk. I think Tishan just died. And he, and she's leaving. And he's like, hey, this weekend's Italian. Okay, so she never picks the country? <laughs> yeah. You just said that? And you're an <laughs> asshole? <laughs> yeah. I do like that Cleo takes that chick's ID, reads her address off. Yeah, and yeah. It. And that, that works. Like later on, we see that she gets pulled in for questioning and she's in a lineup and that lady will not yeah. dime her out because she's terrified. They brought her into the police station for a lineup. You'd think they might have checked her pockets. <laughs> well, it was afterwards. I'm sure she left the idea. It was line. the same shirt. Maybe. I'm sure she has multiples <laughs> of this. <laughs> Look, Luth- they make Luther's for the janitorial service. Their name only becomes Luther when they're the manager. Oh. You want a promotion? It's an elected position, too. You want a promotion? Yes. Now you're Luther. Now I'm a Luther. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> so they all get desperate. They Cleo gets out of jail, and they realize they, they know who we are. <clears throat> They're coming for us. We yeah. have to rob another bank. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird conclusion to come to, but they came to it. Yeah, because now, now they're at the point where Luther spent all their stash. Yeah, we'll never know where that money went. Yeah. He hit it, but the, you now he can't tell them. So, <laughs> and 
at the end, the, the very end, like after the credits, it should have cut to Ursula and that one blonde chick that was in Luther's motel. All with the money. Sitting together just counting. Books. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or that blonde chicken, Keith. No. They were working together. Don't you ruin Keith. <laughs> Keith was a good man. Uh, I love that last bank robbery, though, at, when they're actually robbing Keith's bank. Cleo just walks up and spray paints that guard in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just so fast. It's brutal. Why is he sitting there facing a wall anyway? It's his own damn fault. Yeah. What was he doing? <laughs> One of these days, this crack's going to move. Yeah. I know there's someone in there. Yeah. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> An 80-year-old security guard in a bank. What the hell? They're all 80, too. <laughs> Even the first bank robbery, when, when yeah. Darnell's doing it, at the end, he gets one guy <clears throat> shoots at from the floor. It's like you have to be part of AARP. To get into security guard. I thought it was kind of good that she called him in advance and told him, hey, meet me at that restaurant. Just to get him out of there. Shows that she cared. That works. But by then he already knows it's her, right? Because he had just seen the video. Yeah, he's looking at the video and he's Mm -hmm. like, damn, she looks familiar. (laughs) But I like that he doesn't tell on her. Because he's a good man. (laughs) He could have said, he could have at least said on the phone, you know, the police are here right now. If he did, (laughs) that may have solved the problem. Yeah. Yeah, Because they wouldn't have gone there. Even... when they do rob the place and the silent alarm goes off, you, it cuts to... He, he could, like she said, meet me there in five minutes. He could have been like, well, I'm having a meeting with the police officers right now. <laughs> I could yeah. meet you there in maybe 20. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, part of him was still hoping that's not what was happening. <laughs> yeah. They, they had just... The police had all just left the bank. So by the time they're robbing it, there was like no reaction time. Yeah. So they're, they're getting done filling the bags. And as they're walking out, Detective Strode and Detective Waller are already there. Right. Yeah, they had to be like, what, two blocks away? Or right. They they pull the guns on each other, have kind of a standoff. And Strode convinces them all pretty much to put the guns down. I think even Cleo was going to get yeah, in. Two of them put, put them down. And Cleo was kind of like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, doing? yeah. But even Cleo was folding. I think yeah. they were good until that last officer. Yeah, and then here comes Super Dave, security guard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He runs in front of all the guns. Like, <laughs> yeah. in between the two front, parties. Front and back. Yeah. yeah, just full on, I'm a superhero. Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> and fucks the whole movie up. Yep. Shoots DT. Yep. Then he gets oozied. <laughs> and all hell breaks loose. From this point on, this is a legitimate action movie. You, they did it. Yeah. They figured it out. I don't even think after, this is 96, like Ocean's 8. The heist movie led by a female leads. I don't think they got anywhere near as intense as this movie. <laughs> no. See what Cleo getting shot up in the car was messed up. But I mean, I mean, I know she has a gun. I know she just robbed a bank. Did you see the sheer number of bullet holes in the side of that car? Yeah, but to be fair, Cleo pulls that Uzi and shoots that at the was, cops before she dies. Yeah, I mean that was a bit much. But, still, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. yep. I think she only had two shots in her before she got out of the car. This movie's unrealistic. In reality, Cleo kills every one of those officers and goes on <laughs> to rob other banks. <laughs> yeah. With with uh um Bodie. Her and Bodie, after he sailed to Australia from the biggest You know who Bodie is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll start acting like I was just making it crazy. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how you're gonna get him and her together when he just likes to surf. Yeah, but they're he destined surfs. for each other. 
Well, he well, they're a bank. both going to rob a bank at the same time. Yeah, together <laughs> well, as a team. No, that's how they meet. Yeah, yeah that's what that's I was true. thinking. I was thinking it's going to be collision. That's my money. You can't have that. That's my. <laughs> at least we can all agree that would be a fantastic. It's going to be Cleo with a clear mask and a wig, and it's going to be Bodie in there with a president's mask on, and just going to look at each other, and you're going to see like heart bubbles popping yeah. over their heads. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're going to hear. Bum, bum, so they try to get to the to the low rider they're trying to get in the escape vehicle get out of there with tishan before she dies and get her to the hospital and the damn low rider won't start and you hear it just trying turning over turning over turning over nothing moment it starts tt dies yeah yeah even still that thing could have started on the first crank and it was she wasn't wasn't gonna gonna make it yeah they end up on a huge police chase, helicopters, friggin' two dozen cop cars. The SUV they were driving was dying is why they couldn't go straight to the hospital. Right. From all the smashing they did trying to get away. Yeah. But they wind up in that tunnel, and that's when Cleo decides they're going to split up. You two get out. Stay to the wall. Yeah. I didn't quite understand that either. <laughs> they're in a tunnel, and there's two helicopters, one on each end of the tunnel, looking yep. in. Yep. They see them both. Nobody noticed them get out of the car. I'm thinking they couldn't get low enough to actually see what was happening in the tunnel. That's that true. They- you can see a lot of the really? bottom of the helicopter before the window of the helicopter can see what you can see. Yeah. You. Yeah. I'm just thinking they were trying to make sure whichever way they went out, it would they had uncovered from both sides. And that's when we get our big going out and the hail of bullets for Cleo. At the hour and 48 minute marks. Ladies and gentlemen at home, at this point, you can turn the movie off. (laughs) And you have watched an hour and 48 amazing film. Or you can watch the next half hour or whatever. I kind of agree with you. I feel like we shouldn't even talk about anything more. (laughs) No, that's not fair. That's that's just me. I just just loved Cleo. And once she was gone, I was really out of the mood. But afterwards, we see Vivica. I still got one more person to kill off. Yeah, 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 we still got to watch Frankie die. I mean, I, what if I don't want to watch Frankie die, you know? I've already had to watch Cleo and Tishon die. I'm done watching them die. Yeah. Shelby won't even try to watch a movie if she finds out there's a chance a dog dies at the end. What if I don't want to watch all these women die? I got to watch it. Yeah. I feel like it's expected I'm not going to watch anything like that. So if you feel that way about watching women die, I feel like that's your prerogative and you shouldn't have to. I don't think we have a problem with this. <laughs> this is safe to say we're never going to review Old Yeller. Yep. <laughs> about John Wick. Nope. Yeah, right. About John Wick's dog's weird CGI poo. <laughs> oh, gosh. I did like that Francis got to say, what's the procedure for a gun being held to your head? To that him. was a cool moment. I did yeah. like that. I like that Frankie got that moment. I don't like the way Frankie died. It feels like she didn't have to die. Maybe she could get arrested. No, they all had their different to ways die. to I almost go. feel like that was a suicide moment. Like it was. Suicide by cop, intentional. Kind for of. both Frankie and yeah, Cleo, like, I think it was. She was just like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the procedure when a gun's held to a cop's head? That yeah. person isn't going to walk away. <laughs> Like, I feel like if they wanted to put in that scene with them as kids, it would have been at this part near the end 
when Stoney's thinking about the past. Yeah, that'd be a cool way to do it. Maybe not a full scene like he was talking about, but like a, like a flashback montage type of deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, were up, I, they were already doing fast flashbacks in the scenes she did. Well, so. that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't need the ones I've already seen. I'd rather <laughs> have had ones when she was younger that we didn't see anything on. Yeah, they could have just added a couple little extra clips in there. This is the part where she cuts her hair because she's getting ready for G.I. Jane 2. Bro, you better be fucking careful, dude. I watched someone make a joke similar to that and get yeah. slapped right in the face. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I don't even think That's crazy. that way. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> See, you're looking at it as she's cutting off her hair. I'm looking at it as she's done with the freaking weave because she just needs to look different. She's going wow. back with her real hair. Yeah. You both are about to get slapped in the face. I've seen it happen. <laughs> what? I don't know. I didn't have nothing to do with this. I literally am keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I literally am a black woman that has had weave. And do you know how annoying it is to start from the base? You cut as much of that stuff off that is not your real hair, so you don't have to sit there doing uh, the whole weave. Every time I've had to do it, it sucks. <laughs> is that before or after you put the black face on, Bob? What? What? So <laughs> favorite scenes. It is Cleo <clears throat> dancing with her gun. Damn it! Sorry. <laughs> I knew he was that was my favorite scene. Yep. Damn it! All right, I'll pick a different one. <laughs> my favorite scene, and believe it or not, it's a Cleo scene. What? Yeah, it is when she drops the hydraulics of the Impala for no reason to light her cigarette, and then pops back up to have her last run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I want to go that way. I want to go that way, but I want my car to keep going. You know what I mean? I don't even care if I'm dead in the car from all the gunshots. I want my car to keep fucking going. Those assholes get to see my brake lights go over the horizon. That's what they get to see. I kind of like the scene with the second to last bank robbery when the cops are outside. And it was just that tense moment like, oh, crap, we're trapped. Yeah. That was good. And then yeah. smash, the truck comes through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Stoney and Frankie are the ones that kind of notice the cops outside, right? Yeah. This is the, oh, shit. Immediately trying to make everybody shh, 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 quiet, yeah. quiet, quiet. <clears throat> Least favorite's going to be Nate, because I don't even feel like any of that even needed to matter at all for the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Why did we have to watch Nate have sex with Stoney? How come I got to watch Stoney have... Why I got to watch Jada Pink have sex twice in this movie when all I want to do is see Queen Latifah shoot people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Least favorite? Jada Pinkett having sex twice in this movie when all I want to do is watch Queen Latifah shoot people. Except for, and that's not true, half of those things. because That part's dope. My least favorite head was everything to do with Detective Waller. Yeah, you guys did not like her. I, she you know, was she, just, for me, she was just not even... She just had mean face the whole time. She did. Forever. I just kind of zoned out of her for this movie. Like, she was... I don't know. I saw I saw the suit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you got Strode, the other detective, and every time, like every time it shows him, he's like, he, like he's trying to make jokes and stuff every once in a while, and and yeah, and, and he she's, looks still. She's just like angry, right? The he, whole time, every time you see her, you feel like he really <laughs> is upset about what happens to Stevie, right? Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, Waller's standing there just looking mad. Yeah, like, she's just pissed at all times. But who knows what she had to go through to get to that position, Bob? She's a black woman know. in the L.A. police force, and she holds detective rank. That's great. She had to work her ass off to get there, and she probably dealt with some shit. Yeah, so take it out on everybody. 
Well, the black community, it seems like that's what she's doing. Whoever. I don't know. <laughs> um, mean mugging her own partner. She was. She mean mugging everybody. <laughs> she gives herself nasty looks in the mirror every morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just felt awkward with her all the time. She closed her eyes, her eyelids look back at her like an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to go eight. That's because what it I was did what I say. yeah it did what I did not believe it could do when you yeah. picked set it off and I read what it was for women doing an action heist thing I'm like Ugh, there's no way this is gonna be good because I'm a, I'm an asshole <laughs> I'm kind of a piece of shit <clears throat> so I'm like oh I was thinking of Ocean's Eight and I'm like <laughs> okay I want to go down just a little bit like seven five only because I think it was a little too longer than it needed to be it's long but. It can be that long if it if it succeeds in what it set out to do, and it did. Like it's yeah. it's exactly what it was. It's it's a cult it, classic, of course, and it deserves to be. Yeah. It could feel that much longer to us because we did have to watch it with commercials. In the it. commercials That's don't help. Makes it very yeah. hard. Yeah, for the listener at home, the only way to watch this damn movie <clears throat> if you don't own it on physical media is to watch it on Tubi. Yeah. Which you have to have ads. There's no paid version of Tubi. Right. I would like to watch it without the ads and see how I feel about it at one point. But I feel like the ads might be what's really making us upset about the life. Yeah. That and I think also some of the Stony Keith stuff. Yeah, the movie, as much yeah. as I like Keith. The movie's actual runtime was just over two That's hours. With the ads, say. it's probably closer to two hours and 40 Do minutes. Do you remember Keith from anything else? The actor's name is Blair Underwood. The one playing the banker? Yeah, he was on uh, some lawyer show years ago. Probably somewhere around the same time as this movie. <laughs> what I recognized him as was in the movie Malibu's Most Wanted. Oh, yeah. With Jamie Kennedy. Huh. At one point, he runs into a, like an actual gangster <laughs> that scares the hell out of him, and he's getting robbed by him. And then it turns out he's an actor hired by his rich dad, and he's not even an actual gangster. Oh, God. Yeah, he was on a show called L.A. Law. Oh, I don't think I see Corbin Burnson. It was a show that ran for like eight years. I was going to say, actually, my least favorite scene was when he first meets Stoney in the bank. I don't like how they meet. I didn't like the flirtation in it. It was not interesting. Yeah, you figured she'd be a little more nervous they're staking out a bank. <laughs> no, she's just always Instead, so cool. She, she just collected. immediately goes into flirting back with him. Yeah. <laughs> She hasn't done a ton of movies, though, right? Like, I think before this, she did what? Uh, let's see. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff, but not no big roles. Some Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, she's Niobe. She's in all the Matrixes. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been um, doing votes for the past few episodes, but it seems like we're not getting enough time to research and watch the movie. Yeah. It used to be we had two weeks to think about it. You, you can the most you can set the length of a vote for is a week, right? And we usually don't put it out until the episode's posted, right? Which is usually <laughs> like three, four days after we recorded it, right? Which leaves us like three or four days to leaves us like three days, yeah. Be serious to watch it and look up <laughs> stuff about it, and research it. It's not enough. <laughs> not enough time. No. So what we're gonna do is probably just go back to taking the the round robin turns. So we had done King Arthur was your pick. Right. I had the last one. This one is this one was Sylvia's. Sylvia's. So it's now up to me to pick. And I had three in my head. So I'm going to leave it to you guys. <laughs> what are don't, our three choices? tell me you're going to make a vote. You have between three choices. <laughs> e, B, or M. Yeah. So he just randomly picking them. Is this like the first letter of each each movie? 
Oh, God. E, B, and M. My favorite letter is M, so I'm going to go with M. Yeah, go with M. I guess, yeah. All right, we're doing Men of War. Yeah. (laughs) 1994, Men of War, starring Dolph Lundgren. Are you going to tell us the other two choices we missed? Yeah, B would have been Brubaker with Robert Redford, and E would have been Enter the Dragon with Bruce Willis. Yes! I missed it! Oh, my God, I wanted that one the most. Gummy, gummy. <laughs> Did I say Bruce Willis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, End of the Dragon with Bruce Willis. I said that so good. Uh, you, don't, you don't like End of the Dragon? I don't like any movie that has all that stuff in it. What about Brubaker? But I didn't like the first movie we did on the podcast either. I felt like that was just as stupid. I'm going to be picking a lot more like those. And Men of War you're not going to like, by the way. I like it better than the other one. I think you would like Brew Baker better. Do you guys think we should just do Brew Baker? No. It's two hours and ten minutes long. Is why I was deciding not to do it. Men of War is available on YouTube free. Well, that makes everything a lot easier. We can <laughs> yes. do Men of War. Yes, that's it's true. very good. You boys lost or something? <laughs> just jumping back again for a second. That scene where Stony had the gun put to her face by Cleo. Yeah. Don't you think Stony should have been a little bit more nervous? Yeah, because Cleo just accidentally shot the she gun and seen before. Just, yeah, the scene before she was like dancing around and accidentally shot the ceiling. Yeah, that's why I was nervous during that scene. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna accidentally shoot your friend. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna want to throw that out there. <laughs> I feel like Stoney doesn't care about anything because I don't even know if she has parents that she doesn't have parents anymore, right? No, it said their par- her parents were killed four so, or four years before. Seriously, the only thing she's really losing is just her girls. Yeah. And if one's going to turn a gun on them, what is she losing? Yeah. Yeah, they really take away any motivation for Stoney. Yeah. But if anything, she had motivation to not do the stuff. That is, she was getting a boyfriend in a relationship and all that. She's getting a... A, <laughs> a, ri- a, a rich really boyfriend. <laughs> rich, great, but also great guy. Yeah. And also got accepted into UCLA. Yeah. There's really no fucking reason for Stoney no. to be a part of this. No. Once her no. brother died, that was it. You, you just, she had no more motivation. It's not really Jada Pinkett's fault. Yep. It's the fact <laughs> that the character doesn't make sense to be part of the robberies anymore. Yeah. Nope. And you really, it's like you bash it into our heads by making us watch their relationship so much in the movie. Yep. Like, do you see? <laughs> do you see that she shouldn't even be part of this anymore? Yes, dude, we do. Why are you doing this? Well, if you like what you heard, Please leave us a review, five stars, with a nice little review comment would be nice. Something to the effect of... Good um, job, keep it up. Keep, <laughs> Something. Good up, keep it keep a job. And <laughs> follow us on Instagram, at Movies Against. We're on Twitter, at Movies Against. You know anybody that's a movie fanatic? Tell them about us. Yeah, and uh, please let us know who you think Sugar Bear was. Matpod at gmail.com. Yeah, was it the cereal or the character from Starsky and Hush? Or is it another Sugar Bear <laughs> that we didn't or find? Or something we haven't even yeah. thought of. <laughs> Could be some other shit. That's what we really need to get to the bottom of. Yeah. Until next time, why don't you go ahead and hop up out of that pussy there. Yeah.